championship for West Ham. He's beyond Mangala. Valencia. Surely it's sucked in by Mapatano. And West Ham United lead against Manchester City. Who have not looked comfortable defensively throughout. Kessler with the cross. Look at the Sacco! And the referee's given it. Martin Atkinson has given the goal. And West Ham are 2 0 up. And Sacco has the club record. Seven in seven games. You know, the the energy that these two lads give and the desire to prove themselves at this level has been outstanding and I think that they love coming into training. They always have a smile on their face because they're where they wanted to be and where they've dreamt to be. Yes, Sam! Give the man the credit he deserves! Sam Allardyce! Cheers, man. Russell Brands, kissing me, I love it. Welcome to the Nisa Van Brown West Ham podcast. We beat the league champions. That was so aggressive. What a time to be alive. <laughs> it's the Knees Up Mother Brown West Ham podcast. It's episode nine and we are six points flying. off top, flying high. It doesn't get, it's, I mean, this is as good as it's been in a long time. Yes, it is. Walking with our chest puffed out. What a time to be alive. I wore my away shirt around Arsenal on Sunday. Enjoy. I thought, (laughs) I was going out for a run and I thought, what should I put on? And I thought, for the first time, I'm going to put my West Ham shirt on and go for a little run in it. Deal with that, North London. Deal with it. (laughs) Yeah, we're in fourth. Got a shit kicks out of me. Well, you've already heard from him. (laughs) Joining us in the studio, we've got James Longman, who is back. No, sounds West Ham shirt. But also in the studio, joining us this week, we've got Adam Leatherbarrow, who is an architect and Big West Ham fan, which is the reason you're here. Yeah, massive fan. Pleasure, Good. lads. Good. Thanks for bringing me in. Thanks for coming on. Good. I mean, whoa. This episode is going to be, it's just going to roll off the tongue. It's <laughs> being fourth and just winning and playing get playing well. I mean, literally what a time to be alive. We keep saying it. In this episode, we're going to talk about that Man City game. And also joining us uh, on the show this week, we've got Frank McAvenny, friend of the show. He's back to discuss the Man City game. Last time we saw him, we were walking out of a uh, nightclub at 3am on a Thursday night. <laughs> What a time to be alive. What a time to be alive. <laughs> the return of the, the feature that everyone is talking about in a second. Um, we're also going to talk about Sacco's injury. Umbro replacing Adidas, maybe. Uh, Hodgson casting his eye over Noble and Downing on Saturday. I mean, come on. Come on, Roy. Enough's enough. Uh, and then Tevez is back at the bowling before we end on predictions, and, and namely Stoke at the weekend, which yeah. is going to be easy. A walk in the park. Easy. Um but let's begin. 24 0, I reckon. <laughs> I mean, the way we're going, who Everyone knows? Everyone scores twice and Adrian gets four. <laughs> Joe, you said. <laughs> work. You said on, uh, after the game on Saturday, I can't see us ever losing. <laughs> I mean, that is the kind of optimism that is. That was after unexpected five beers, three, <laughs> three cocktails, and half a bottle of wine. The day was meant to be over by 2 pm, and yet it carried on it carried on it carried on late into the night um, let's deal with some feedback because we have a feedback section with some stuff in it uh, Mark Thomas from the Cayman Isles got in, Isle, Islands got in touch to say tax avoidance and, in, and I think this is the kind of last word on the booing subject I think All right. we'll draw a line under it after this <laughs> after Mark Thomas has had his say he said none of us
Palace would ever boo someone who put on the shirt because you are effectively booing the club. One player is not an island. Whatever people think Kev did, didn't do, it's still a team effort. Nothing good will ever come out of booing an individual player. Pretty sure that the booing will stop once he comes on as a sub and nets a leveller or a winner. Uh, one last thing. Thanks for the affliction, James. I now laugh like you. You know, the loud one-second burst out of nowhere comes up. <laughs> comes from stacking up the podcast and listen back to them back. Uh, listen to them back to back. I mean, that's kind of a critique of your from life. The, no, that's no, it's a, a appreciation. Fine. From the Cayman Islands. <laughs> yeah. Spread. Let that laugh spread. <laughs> um, and I mean, Nolan. Uh, Nolan got a good reception. On, on Saturday yeah he did everyone was cheering so much yeah. Uh, yeah. for the substitution anyway because they were so appreciative of yeah. the effort put in by the previous player yeah yeah that I did listen out for it yeah good <laughs> there we but go no how but, can he and he did a brilliant clearance right with pretty much his first touch yeah um, I wanted to, I, I'm glad he came on Good. Deal with it. All right. Uh, one more bit of feedback. Nicholas Brown, he said, last week Rob Pritchard said he couldn't get to West Ham games because he went to the same private school as Frank Lampard. Hashtag privilege. He said, uh, Nicholas Brown said, I'm not buying Rob Pritchard's excuse of not being able to get to West Ham as a kid. I went to Brentwood School and finished at 12.45 straight up in the car to West Ham. So, I mean, what's his excuse there? I mean... Well, this guy obviously wasn't in the football teams because the football teams played in the afternoon. So, uh... Oh. <laughs> He's not as sporty as Pritchard. Yeah, obviously. All Saying right. that, Pritchard didn't look overly sporty. Here we go. <laughs> it's the feature on the podcast that everyone is waiting He's for. barely talking about. It's time for... If you have seen Christian Daly, I... Oh, I saw Christian Daly, so I did. Yes, <laughs> I have seen Christian Daly. And I mean, I'm I'm not joking. The inbox nearly exploded this week. And, you know, we've had to cut down and just put in the best sightings of Christian Daly. So without further ado, here we're going to run through some sightings of the big man. First one comes from Nicholas Brown also. Classification, public. Vala de Lobo, Portugal. May 2014, he was eating a Cornetto and pushing a pram. That's what I like, concise. Pushing yep. a pram, eating a Cornetto. <laughs> Ice cream of choice. Hopefully his prime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, had another one. Joff Hammond. Hi, guys. I saw Christian Daly in Chelmsford Town Centre around 2005 in his West Ham tracksuit. If that's not enough to get a mention, I don't know what is. Yeah. Well, you got mentioned. There we go. Uh, Chris Day. Big fan of the podcast. I listen to it every week whilst cooking dinner with my cat, Paolo Di Catio. <laughs> I've never heard that if that's that true that, that is weird. remarkable uh, he said last season after the Man City <laughs> no, after the Man City home game myself and my pal Jay were walking from our seats in the Trevor Brooking lower round to the bowling pub we were gutted about the 3-1 defeat but more annoyed about our City supporters celebrating their last goal in the home end near our seats who then received a right earful from the supporters surrounding us as we were passing the front of the stadium I spotted Christian Daly walking out of the ground with his absolute rocket of a missus and their young boy <laughs> I showered over to him and shook his hand and then took a picture uh, of Jay with Christian, which is attached and I've seen it. After the picture was taken, I walked off for some reason and I told his son, your dad is a bloody legend, mate. And uh, I sent you the picture. Did you see the picture of him with Christian? There's a pi- he sent a picture 
So you know, I completely. I won't lie. I completely switched off. I was still thinking about Paolo Di Cassio <laughs> and other uh, animal-based West Ham players. I got Tony Catty. That's, that's the best I could come up with in a short space of time. Wow! Wow! All right, let's have a think. Any more? And actually, I mean, we're going to start. We're going to have to phase out the spot in Christian Daily feature. So maybe. West Ham pets named after until we players. hear we can't stop daily until we hear from him until yeah and I'm going to put all these two in if you spot him get get his details because he's not he's a hard man to source isn't he yeah I mean this is where this this segment really should be heading is like can we just nail him like nail him down and get him in an interview and put put these sightings to him um, we'll have uh, we'll have one last uh, one last spotting of Christian Daly and I mean there's been so many we had to choose the best ones Andy Phipps, hi fellas. I spoke to Christian Daly at one of those training and autograph days for fans. At this point, he had been out with some kind of infection known in non-medical terms as water in the lungs. It was an unusual illness for a footballer, so I asked him how he was. Being the legend he was, he chatted politely about it and thanked me for my concern. This is despite him probably having to explain this to every single person that he had met since being diagnosed. Uh, not a big story, but further proof of his personable nature and humility. God bless Christian Daly. That was from Andy Phipps. Uh, and the last one, the last one we'll mention, John Borham. Uh, he had the pleasure of meeting the god that is Christian Daly last November. He was flying back from a romantic weekend in Edinburgh. Uh, and there he was on the plane. Frank Cassaveni. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that is so... I mean, I'm watching, as I was reading that out, in the corner of my eye, I can see you just staring <laughs> off into the distance. I'm trying to think of other animals. What a beautiful creative mind. <laughs> Oh, well, say that again. Sam Alamice, says yeah. producer Alex. You don't know. Nice. Yeah, okay. Sam Alamice. I'm going to let you have that. <laughs> He's not happy. James is not happy with I'm going to let him have it. <laughs> All right, very good. It's not a domestic animal as much, is it? A, a yeah. mouse. No. That's okay. kind of what we're sticking to. All right, well, how are we going? We're looking to phase out. In fact, let's just end, let's end the Christian Daily segment there. Fido. Um, is that a <laughs> I mean, come on. Uh, this is, I think, the beginnings of a new that feature. Do that you have a pet either. Apologies. named after a West Ham player? That is brilliant. Or can you think of a good pun? Yeah. We're going to have the rest of the show to think these up, and I'm going to come up with a good one in between, <laughs> in between silences. Right. Um, right. Let's talk about Saturday lunchtime, 12.45. We thought it might be a whitewash. We thought we were going to lose the league champions, Adam. Talk to me. I mean, we were absolutely outstanding that day. I mean, I've never heard Upton Park so electric. Yeah. I mean, I haven't been there for a while, but to go there and to hear it again, it was just everyone was cheering. I've never heard a silent mm. silence in that grant whatsoever. It was brilliant. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant. And I have to commend Song. I mean, he deserved that man, a match oh. performance. I mean, it just proved that we lacked that depth of quality last year I mean he had you know when he was on the ball and he was looking for options he got fouled and there was a, a moment where he actually lost it and he just his natural instinct was to go and grab the ball with both hands and then bring it back to his chest which mm. committed a foul and that broke down the play he took a yellow card but yeah. that's what you want you want someone to up there say right I'm going to break down the play even if I take a booking for it Yeah, I mean things like that just, were just missing last year and yeah Absolute quality. He's a world-class player. I mean, a, little, a quick word on the atmosphere to begin, James. Oh, it's remarkable, wasn't it? I loved it. That and Liverpool this this season have been properly properly uh, buzzing. I mean, when the bowling gets going, it gets going. I love that. And there's nothing like yeah. it. Like it's things, and also the hu- I love all the humour. Uh, we've only got one song. All of that <laughs> stuff. Um, doing the 
Man City dance, the Man City joke. The Poznan. The Poznan. Yeah, that was brilliant. brilliant. You know, there's lots of sarcastic football banter. <laughs> sarcastic football banter is the best. It's the best, isn't it? It's just so funny. We are up there with the most sarcastic football clubs. The Poznan, I have to say, was... It's up there in my top five moments in the history of all my time going to Berlin. I thought it was hilarious just to see the corners, the corners all turning their back, jumping. There's moments like that. I remember last season, so who got sent off and like everyone at the same time is just waving goodbye, goes singing uh, cheerio. It was Spurs, wasn't it, last it's just, mo- it's just moments like that. You're, just, you're laughing and you're euphoric <laughs> yeah. and you just think, what a time to be alive. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the atmosphere is brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely brilliant. From start uh, to finish. Um, and I mean, we deserved to win, didn't we, Adam? It wasn't like it wasn't a. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'd like, like say the team was actually a team. It was like they were actually playing together. There wasn't any individuals, and yeah, they just really thrived. And you know, and playing against someone like Man City, someone that's the Premier League champions, and then dominating. And mm. even Valencia, he had you know, a company committed so many fouls against him. Mm. It was yeah, I thought it was really good. Like, yeah, arguably really they should day. have had two off, shouldn't they? Yeah, Com- yeah, I mean, yeah. Easily. We didn't see that Aguero thing in the in the ground, did we? It was only on match of day that I saw it, the two footed challenge. Yeah, on Noble. Got, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Which yeah, should yeah, have gone horrific. for and then company got a yellow card and then three or four fouls and no second yellow card. And I yeah. thought we should have gone as well. Yeah, he was a lucky man. Um but there was a few moments in the match where you just think, um when Valencia mugged Zabaleta yeah, and just like he did that. Like, he does that so well. Pure mm. euphoria. Where you're like, come on! <laughs> and he, at the time, I just thought it's, he's a really honest player as well. In 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 a way, because he could have he got a little tap. He could easily have gone down, but he kept going, and I love mm. that. Mm. You know, I'm like Silver was diving all over the shop, and you know, every time there's a challenge, he was rolling around. That properly winds me up. We've got a team of quite hard men yeah, yeah. and yeah. they probably go for it and they're not I don't think I just think they're strong and we try and play currently try and play football yeah you know and it's really there's a great mix of kind of aggression and passion and actual football ability yeah I thought especially in the last third I mean that we've got uh, Sacco and Valencia and their work rate is unbelievable that's it and it's not something we've been used to the last few years but especially Valencia chasing lost causes mm. like, like you mentioned there was it Zabaleta like how many times does he win the ball back and you think how you've got no right to win that ball back there his, his energy's um, incredible, but I, I guess special word to Sacco because now that's seven goals in seven games. Uh, Adam, the man, is the signing of the season. And what a bargain! Summer. What an absolute bargain! Three yeah. and a half million was it? Something yeah. like that. It's crazy. And banging goals in for Mets at League Two level. Mm. It's just it's unre- It's you can't picture it really. Yeah. I mean, like for someone that hasn't performed at a top league level yeah. and comes straight into the Premier League. And then to bag, like say, seven in seven. It's just yeah. in seven starts. It's crazy. Yeah, I think he's got the record now for consecutive. Him and Mickey Quinn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah no. Bizarre. Talk about taking the shine off a record, <laughs> Mickey Quinn. I was looking down. Is it Ronaldo? Oh, yeah, Mickey, Mickey Quinn. Quinn. Yeah. Greatest this of football, sheer armory. <laughs> yeah, Quinn. No, Quinn. It's not what the hell is that? I about? know. That's out of blue. That. Uh, That's that. Um, but it was. It was great actually because. He cel- he thought it was overlined, didn't he? And he just started yeah. celebrating. Mm. And like, I wasn't sure until everyone just pegged it and, mm. and jumped on him. But it was, you know, as miles miles over. And on the day that might not have been given if we didn't have that technology now. So yeah. mm. 
I'm suddenly all for it. <laughs> incredibly fickle. Um, no. I want to mention James Collins, actually. Oh, yeah. There's been such debate about Tompkins and Reed, Collins and Reed, etc., etc. But he had an absolute stormer. Yeah. He did everything you could have asked him. You know, he died. He was dying for the cause. Yeah. On Saturday, absolutely. I thought we had an outstanding match. You know, a few times he does get a time to control it. I have a little bit of a wobble. But generally, I thought he was, you know, he's throwing himself in front of the ball, we're challenging to the right. He was, you know, against top class, I mean, top class forwards. Yeah. I thought he was outstanding. Well, we had Suarez in his pocket, didn't he, at Anfield years yeah. ago? So, but, yeah. um, but that's what you want in a defence, isn't it? You want your flamboyant defender, then you want your, your gritty, hard tackling James Collins at the back, and that's what you want. Yeah. You know? and, and Adrian as well, actually, because he's. His double we save from Torre from uh, was it Aguero hit the bar and then he made an instinct save from Torre was yeah. world class. Yeah, really good save. He had a great game actually. Yeah, and you, I know we talk a lot on here about the slight worry about him. Yeah, but he was excellent. In fact, yeah. they all came together. You know, yeah. Cresswell and Jenkinson were brilliant. Noble. The first ten minutes, I thought, oh, we're going to get really overrun here because Man City were mm. just passing around the pitch. And Noble looked a little bit off a pace, and then suddenly it all just seemed to click into gear, mm. and we were outstanding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Song's pass and the running yeah. from that pass, and you know the slow motion away the ball went across the goal, yeah. and Alma Fatino just knocking it. I mean, amazing. Yeah, I mean, just amazing. Um, let's have a quick word on we're fourth, right? So I mean, Champions League. I mean, can, can we dream? Are we are we going to head in for Europe this season, Adam? What do you reckon? I think it's a bit early to tell, isn't it? I mean, will Southampton get Champions League football? I don't really think so. Um, I'd love, to, you know, I'd love to see West Ham in Champions League playing yeah. Real Madrid, yeah. you know, every other week. But that's be realistic. I mean, yeah. top ten's a priority, and if we get into Europa League, that's yeah. a, that's a bonus. I mean, yeah, I think that's what we just need to focus on is staying in that league and. Yeah, like I say, European football, what a dream, eh? <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, after, the, after the game, James, we were talking about, you know, the draw for the Champions League next year and we, how we wanted to avoid Real Madrid <laughs> because they're looking a bit tasty. <laughs> yeah. Um, how have you feel now the dust has settled, you know, the excitement has kind of... We were, we were so drunk, we watched the entire <laughs> second half of the Real Madrid by so much. I don't think... <laughs> I'm not sure we saw any of it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Actually, someone came in and said, "Oh, what's the game?" We're like, "No idea." No idea. So drunk, <laughs> and happy, just <laughs> like pumped, yeah. drunk. Yeah, it's so true. <laughs> <laughs> I had my super iron scarf out. Uh, yeah, yeah. Got on the super irons. Dug a vintage scarf out that had super irons written on it, which I mean, would never been caught. I don't know anyone who's ever called. No, I think it might have been a knockoff from the eighties. Yeah. But it's now lucky. Or Scumfall top. <laughs> Scumfall shirt. Super Irons! Cockney Hammers. Yeah, no, it's Cockney glorious. Um, and I think we deserved it. We had a little bit of luck, which we yeah. needed. Um, but they are, the, you know, they are the champions. Not, well, I mean, Gravy, Upton Park, the Graveyard of Champions. We've turned them over. Liverpool and City. Yeah, amazing. We didn't have a result like that last year. Now we've had two, like, and it's so early. Yeah. Only left October. So we've got joining us now on the podcast, he's a friend of the show and he is a striker extraordinaire, a West Ham legend. Welcome back to the Knees at Mother Baron podcast, Frank McAvenny. Hey, lads. How, How you are doing? you? Oh, we are like on top of the world and you were there on Saturday. Um, what was yeah. your reading of the game? I mean, you had a smile on your face. I had a smile on my face. Do you know what? I, I thought we were going to do something because uh, I keep seeing football's all about confidence. And uh, I mean, if the boys at West Ham are not confident going into Saturday's game then, then they shouldn't be in football because they've been playing really well and getting all the plaudits and I just I just thought they would take it on uh, 
I really thought Man City would, would turn up and, and give it the Charlie Big Bananas and, and I thought we would take something off them and, and it, it proved that way. Mm. Uh, you were watching the game with a certain Mr <laughs> Russell Brand. Yeah, uh, what yeah. was the banter like between you during the game? It was very good, you know, it was a bit surreal <laughs> because he's such a West Ham fan. <laughs> and uh, and he's a he's a big sort of a math fan. I was I was running about when he was growing up. So it was a bit surreal. He's a bit you know his family and all. We're over getting photos and and I'm saying shit. It's Russell Brand, you know. <laughs> <laughs> his, his dad was there with you, wasn't he? Dad, not was yeah. there, yeah, and getting photos and such a lovely family. But it was you know I'm thinking. That's his Russell Brand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you know, you're his hero. Yeah, That's how it works. he said that you're his favourite ever player. Yeah. Well, I was there. I was there when, when in the boys of '86, and that's when he, that's when he sort of got the bug. And and it, you know, and what he says was he liked my lifestyle off the park as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's copied that. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, what do you think's changed, Frank, this season? <sighs> well, I. I Andy Carroll's not fit. No one's not there. You know, I, I don't know. Um, I, I don't think he's down to Teddy. You know, but you know, you've got to give credit where it's due if that's the case. But they've just brought in the two boys, Sacco and, and Valencia, who I think are magnificent players. Um, and, and the introduction of Alex Song, I think, is, a, is an absolute genius who who, who got that. If it was Sam that brought that in, um, then. You know, I think he's a magnificent player. I couldn't believe at West Ham we're going to get a player of his calibre. Yeah. Mm. Um, a quick word on Sacco in particular. I mean, he's yeah. got seven and seven now. The lad looks Brilliant. amazing. Unbelievable. And I heard he's injured now. Yeah. Yeah, that's what you get for breaking people's records. <laughs> <laughs> we were laughing that the person the, the, the person he's equal record with is Mickey Quinn. <laughs> is <that right? laughs> yeah, well, it's one of them. Look, he's he's a, a wonderful player and the two of them are, not just the two of them, they all seem to be enjoying themselves. Yeah. You know, and I, I, I'm a big, I'm a big, I know I keep saying that, but I'm a big fan of that. When people enjoy it, it doesn't matter what, what you're doing in life. If you're enjoying it, it's, you know, you're a better person at it. You're mm. better at it if you're enjoying yourself. And I just, I just see a lot of players in past years at West Ham and they're not enjoying it. And I think, mm. you see this year and they're all having a laugh and they're enjoying it and the football's well, it's just wonderful to watch. The fans are enjoying it. Everyone's on a high. The whole place has got a buzz again. Yeah. And that's, you know, and, you know, we all have a wee pop at Sam every now and then, but if it's Sam that's done this, I, I just think, you know, you've got to give credit where, it, where it's due, but uh, I hope when, when Andy Carroll comes back, because I know Andy, and he's he's such a good footballer, he doesn't mm. have to get that long ball up to him. Yeah. And mm. I know he doesn't like it. He prefers the balls going down the side and getting crossed in like they have been crossed. And uh, and and that's when he's at his deadliest, mm. um, and and you know, and no one is now getting what I think he should have done last year because he's such a, a big man coming on. And if you need him twenty minutes, and you know, twenty minutes to go in a game, and you need something, put him on, go in and ruffle a few feathers. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> and I think it's all working well for for West Ham at the moment. And I predicted at the weekend, why not go for? for sixth place you know why not go for the top six yeah yeah. well I mean let's have a prediction so I mean the last time we're fourth at the moment last time West Ham finished anything like that was a certain 1986 season yeah, yeah. do you think there's anything in this team do you think this team is capable of reaching those heights well everything's capable because you know they were saying and when we when we became third we should have won it but mm. you know the Liverpool was a great team and Everton was a great team and <clears throat> and they were the champions. I think they were champions. You don't want to Liverpool. It was, it was incredible that we we actually Kenny said to us, Kenny Douglas says we were the best team in the league. Mm. 
Mm. You know, and we only used 14 or 15 players that year. It was incredible. Wow. Um, but this team, unfortunately, Sacco could be injured. Um, which, look, you don't know what's going to happen. Somebody else might step into the breach and, and carry on because they look as if they're very confident, the boys. Yeah. Um, I, I, lo- I like Valencia. You mm. know, I really do. I like him. You know, he's a lot better than his namesake up at Manchester. That's a half. You know, I like them and I like some. I just don't see why. I, there's going to be injuries. Of course, there is coming up to Christmas and all mm. that. But I just don't see why these boys just don't, you know, continue the way the way that we did. Because mm. all we wanted to do, I mean, as I said at the weekend on, on TV, Russell, it was the weather that beat us for the league. It wasn't, man, mm. it wasn't you know, your Man United's or your Liverpool's or Everton's. It yeah. was uh, it was the weather that beat us. Yeah. So mm. I just hope this this team's got the same in them, and and go on and and I wish the two strikers. I mean, God, me and Tony scored fifty four. I, I hope these two boys go on and do that. Mm, fingers or, crossed. Or even better that it would be great because it, that means that West Ham are doing such a uh, having a great time on the park, and uh, and it would be great for our supporters. Yeah, Fantastic. Brilliant. Cheers, Frank. Thank Thanks, you for Frank. your time. No problem, Cheers, boys. Frank. Always appreciate it. Cheers, Frank. Good to say. Cheers. Bye. Bye. There we go, West Ham legend Frank McAvenny. Great times. I'm just so excited talking about West Ham. Two Frank oh, McAvenny. Talking about Frank McAvenny, and also like, just, oh, I'm obsessed with West Ham at the moment. Like, it's such a good vibe. Yeah. Just watch it. I've watched the highlights on, on iPlayer like four times since yep. then. It's a great time. He's right. Um, it's a buzz about the place. Yeah. And but, the fan, it's with the fans. You know, yeah. it's for everyone, and that filters yeah. down, doesn't it? They're playing brilliantly. It filters up, filters yeah. down. Bring it on. Yeah. Um, let's talk about Sacco's injury, Adam. I mean. We got Stoke away in a bit, but Sacco's in such great form. Are we really going to miss him? Don't you think? Yeah, it will be. A, it will be a miss to the squad. Mm. But like Frank said, you know, like you know, for them to succeed, there's 14 players in their mm. 86, and we've got a squad of 23. Sh- we should have enough replacements in that squad yeah. to fill that void. And I heard that uh, Zarate's injured as well, isn't he? Yeah, he picks yeah, up a he's, he's in, yeah. Mis- mystery knock or something. But um, yeah, he will. He will be missed. Um, but like I say, like, we've got Carlton Cole, great old Carlton Cole. <sighs> yep. Um, <laughs> and then we've got Elliot Lee as well that's yeah. like, you know, ready Katten, to come in Catton Cole yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Catton Cole good God uh, Colton Mole Rat Razvan <laughs> um, Rat Razvan Rat, <laughs> yeah, Rat. There you go. Um, literal yeah Razvan I mean, Cat in, it, it, and Andy Carroll's apparently back in training isn't he so soon yeah. we're going to have plenty of options rushing yeah. back I say what could possibly go wrong <laughs> um Okay, let's talk about uh, Stoke away. I mean, they're physical as well. So, yeah. and having Andy Hart as an option against a yeah. team like Stoke, if he's fit. Yeah. Um, let's have a couple of other bits of West Ham news. So this week, um, it's a strong rumor that Umbro is going to replace Adidas. I, for one, love the Adidas stuff, and yeah. I'm so gutted mm. that we're losing Adidas. They're a proper, they're a proper manufacturer, and I don't feel that Umbro has that same shine. Does anyone? Disagree? No, but what is it? What is the the thing you should take from this is that for once it sounded like there's an actual bidding war <laughs> for who who makes our kit yeah. rather than just going anybody want to make our kit yeah. <laughs> anybody what's your name Macron yeah get Macron. on board lads <laughs> yeah. oh, can you I get me what's your medium extra large <laughs> perfect size no he's that we should take positive it's actual people it, it goes along with the move to a stadium. Mm. And to be fair, the buzz about the place at the minute, that will add to it. Mm. There's actual companies wanting to make yeah, our kit because they see us suddenly <laughs> as a team that can progress and push on. Yeah. And that's, you know, that means there'll be big money involved. Well, hopefully. How, how, what's your feeling, Adam, on Umbro? Um, but I do prefer the Adidas kits. Yeah, <laughs> I prefer the Adidas kits as well. Yeah. But I think that 
you know, out of all the all the actual manufacturers, I think Nike have missed a massive trick there. Apparently, they were in the bidding, but they didn't win. I mean, like for them to lose Arsenal to Puma yeah. and then Man United to uh, Adidas in a seven hundred fifty million pound deal, yeah. you would have think they would have. Oh, West Ham, you know, yeah. new stadium, yeah. like last season at Upton Park, and especially with the Olympic Stadium, they've got an affiliation with Team GB. Yeah. So they've also got a Nike deal, and it just would have made sense for them to yeah. like coincide with one another. And yeah, yeah just um, like I say, I, I like Umbro. Um, obviously, the you know they've been rebranded into a new company by Iconics or something like that. Right. Um, so they obviously got bought in two thousand twelve. But yeah, I, I don't mind Umbro. Looking at the kits they've offered this season, looking yeah, at Everton, Everton. kit's quite nice, isn't it? I was looking at some of the other options today. Yeah, that like whole city. Yeah. And yeah. I think Derby have even got an away kit that actually looked yeah. like our home kit this season, right? Like just in navy. Yeah, right. And uh, yeah, it just looks, you know. Hopefully, if they're banging on about this heritage stuff, <laughs> yeah. um, then it sh- they should be able to provide some. And their winning bid was two hundred and fifty pounds. And a Woolworths voucher. And a Woolworths voucher. A year's free pick and mix. Well, you know, this is. I mean, we're getting into Suts on the knees of the Brown Forum. We're getting into Suts season where Suts will start looking at designing kits. So yeah, I mean, absolutely. Well, we'll be thinking, it'll be interesting to see what he, he comes up with. The other thing about this kit deal, last thing, is that uh, they said, okay, so the next deal is for like the, the first, last season at Berlin, and first at the Olympic Stadium. I suddenly thought, it's really real. Do you know what it's I mean? Happening. It's so close. But we're talking about kit deals for the new stadium. Oh. What time to be alive? <laughs> um, let's <laughs> go, go to the last points. Um, I love you weren't sure where to go there. <laughs> when in you, doubt, you got you dug your way out of it. <laughs> Thanks very much. Um, Mark Noble, Stuart Downing, playing out their skins at the moment. Roy Hodgson was there at the weekend. Um, Adam, if Roy Hodgson doesn't pick either of those two, what is the world coming to? <laughs> I don't know, words can't describe it, can it? I mean, mm. you've got an inform or two inform England players, or English players, and not getting picked for a country. Mm. And then you're bringing on someone like Phil Jones, who's just come back from, yeah, cleverly, <laughs> cleverly, small in Delph. It's just diabolical. Others. Um, Others. <laughs> <laughs> He's a good player. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but I'm, I'm all, you know, I'm always torn because I do love England, but. Well, I've lost faith in it over, like, over the last yeah. few years. Yeah. But I feel like I'd rather they didn't get picked because then they'll get injured. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I thought, I thought that exactly that. Thought but exactly at the that. same time, it makes you proud if they're wearing England tops and they obviously want to play. Mm. Yeah, I've forgotten what that feels like to have a West Ham player playing for England. I can't remember that, that sense, that pride that's activated in the recesses of my mind. Mm. When a West Ham player is playing for England, yeah. I think with Mark Noble, like I think he said, he'd be happy with one England cap, even if it was a sub. Yeah. He'd be happy yeah. just to put on that if senior England shirt. He deserves it. He deserves but it. if he doesn't, he'll just go yeah. to Ireland, won't he? <laughs> no, yeah, play exactly. for his Top of the morning. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, you'll see him in a leopard, one of those uh, Guinness hats <laughs> around March times. So Paddy's <laughs> saying, well, I just, "Oh, I love Ireland." <laughs> <laughs> to be sure. Well, I mean, I was sticking with the international theme. Big news this week. Uh, Argentina are playing Croatia in a friendly Upton Park. In the squad, Lionel Messi. And alongside Hammers legend, Carlos Tevez, back on his old stomping ground, James. Yeah, it's exciting. <laughs> it's exciting. It's good that we're doing that. We, but we did it before, didn't we? did England... Um, Australia. Australia and oh, yeah, got yeah. thumped. Yeah. Did we lose? Yeah, we did. No, we, we definitely lost. Uh, Sven made like eight or ten substitutions at yeah, half time. And then we played better second half. Um, no, I think it's good that we're doing it. And it's great to see uh, Carlos back. Yeah. And obviously about, Messi as well. Yeah, what about Mascherano? Though? 
Yeah. The, the legend that is. I know. Talk, <laughs> yeah. Why wasn't he treated in such a high regard? I think he went to Liverpool, didn't he? Yeah, in January. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, season, yeah. So. yeah, we didn't get to really see him. Yeah. M- Mullins. <laughs> <laughs> there was someone said on uh, yeah. Twitter, like, Mullins is going to get recalled to the Argentina yeah. squad. <laughs> I actually, I actually <laughs> love him that. Out the team. I love that. Such, that whole incident is so West Ham, like the fact that Mullins kept him out of the team. Mm. It's pretty, there's something... The thing is with West Ham, we're always capable of a huge cock-up that oh, you wouldn't yeah. even think possible. Mm. And Mullins keeping Mascarano, who's gone on to win a couple of European Cups and like countless league titles. What was Pardew thinking? Well, what was he thinking? thinking about, well, in fact, we can't say what he was thinking. <laughs> we suspect he might have been yeah. thinking about other things. Yeah. <laughs> Javier Cascarano. Oh, oh there not we go. bad. <laughs> Um, <laughs> he's trying to think of a Mullins one Don't no worry. I wasn't oh, okay um, so, so Adam are you going to go down are you going to be checking out this friendly is yeah this... I'll, tr- I'll try to get down yeah. there I mean I, I, you know, with Messi coming down to London I'm sure Messi that's going to have a lot of appeal but yeah. I'd just love to see Tevez just come out put his arms up in the air and do the famous uh, cross yeah. like he's done at every club he's I'll played for tear. I'll shed a tear I want, I want to see Tevez doing that he will do, won't he? Do you think as well, that I was thinking with this, like, do you think there's a danger with the Olympic Stadium? He might just come back to finish his career. There's an inkling, isn't there? I, I mean, feel like... There's a, there's a possibility for that. I mean, come and, on. And I drew a good Johnson. He's <laughs> <laughs> rumoured. Finally complete his roof. Um, we'll pay for his fitness okay. test at least. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, okay, let's wrap, let's wrap things up with some predictions now. Got I would, so very, very quickly, I know I have to go, but uh, half and half shirts. I mean... Enough oh. is enough. The scarf's enough. The scarf's are like they're on Saturday, but everywhere. Yeah, like, that's, it was ridiculous. That's enough, but the shirts. Look, if you haven't seen them, look them up online. The oh, half half shirts. He's mad. Have a word. Madly. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go on. Predictions. Uh, let's, go, let's crack on with some predictions. Uh, Adam, we've got Stoke uh, away this weekend. I'd feel a lot more confident if Stacker was playing. He's not. How do you think it's going to go? I think, we'll, I think we'll win again. I think we'll win 2-1. Um, that's how they've got Robert Hoof out injured this week that's uh, just been confirmed oh, he's a bit, of a, bit of a rock <laughs> yeah um, uh, yeah I'd like to think we'll capitalise on that and yeah. snatch a 2-1 victory yeah oh god oh, imagine it imagine it no James what's the score going to be you, got, uh, you were close you said 2-2 last week yeah 2-2 I thought it would be a score, a score draw as I believe they call yeah. it um, uh, I can't help Stoke always tricky aren't they and I can't help mm. thinking although we beat them Season four last at their place. Yeah. It's always been a tough ground. I, if we, I'll be happy with a draw. Oh, we said draw. I'm going to score go- draw again because we can't stop scoring. <laughs> West Ham, stop scoring. <laughs> Enough's it's enough. Boring. Bore off, West Ham. Boom. Uh, <laughs> um, I just, I, I think we're going to win. I think we're going to nick it one nil. And I hate predicting positive results so they never go well. But I think we might nick this one one nil. Last thing, um, I think Sam's just really turned it around. And when are we going to start chanting Big Sam's Claret and Blue Army? Oh. How could, I mean, it's surely well, John we're Pipe close thought now. he heard it from his oil rig really? in Australia. <laughs> tweet, yeah, he I thought he that. heard it. Yeah, Adam, do you feel like we're close to singing uh, Big Sam's Claret and Blue Army? Um, I don't think that will ever happen, really. really? <laughs> I mean, oh. it, you know, even when we had uh, Zola and all yeah. the other managers, I think the fans are like, we are West Ham's Claret yeah. and Blue Army rather than Big Sam's Claret and Blue Army. But you've got to give him credit as well. Yeah, Pardew did get it. But after a while, didn't exactly. they? The thing is, I think that Pardew lost the fans and then he won them back. Like when we had that great run in the FA Cup and everyone just, you know, cemented mm. our relationship with him. And I feel like Sam's close now. Yeah, it, it, mm. it's closer. It's, we, if like, we, we had, I feel like yeah. we, if we had an amazing season, if we continue this, 
towards the last few matches. We will reward him we'll reward with him. a charm. Do you think with a wristy. <laughs> I will give him a wristy. <laughs> Do you think he should be given a new contract then? Oh, I mean, I mean, if this season ends in the glory that it started with, then I think it's inevitable, isn't it? Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah, I agree. Fantastic. Thank you very much, gentlemen, for your contribution. James Tom Catkins. <laughs> <laughs> that's not bad. That's not, that's not bad, considering you've had a whole show. Come too. on. <laughs> Alex has got him. Alex has got Come on, that's good. Alex is crying. He's just, so he's happy. just giving it the thumbs up. He was so happy top. with that one. He's just he's crying. Uh, I can't. Uh, no, let's not. Harry Red Cat. All my ones are cats. <laughs> um, thank you very much, Adam, for your contributions today. You're welcome, lads. You're on Twitter, aren't you? Yes, I'm How on Twitter. You How can they follow you? Uh, it's Archie A A L. It's A R C H I A A L. Lovely on that. the Twitter and you get more from more insight. James is on Twitter. He's on Long as One, isn't that right? Yes. Good. Um, and yes, I, I am. <laughs> uh, myself, Chris is on Twitter at CJ Skull, Skull with a C. Also, I would quite like to be trolled. Hey, let's troll me. <laughs> There's two things you've got to do this week. Tell us your animal puns if you've got a pet that's named after a West Ham player. But Jeez. also, for the final time, if you've seen Christian Daly, get in touch with that. Uh, also, you can follow the editor of Knees Up Mother Brown, Graham Howlett, who's on K-U-M-B-D-O-T-C-O-M, on that Twitter thing. And also the Knees Up Mother Brown forum and the Knees Up Mother Brown Facebook group, which all exist. And podcast at KUMB.com if you want to email the yeah, show. email us. Excellent. Stoke away. We're on a high, eh? Come your way. See you next week. Come on your way.